Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, August 23rd, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week to bring a spiritual lift to your day. We're going to read from Matthew's Gospel today as we continue to talk about generosity. But first, let's begin with prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, you have given each one of us so much. We pray that we would take what you have given us and not hoard it up for ourselves but that we would be a blessing to the world. Give us the strength, the courage, and the energy to be your lights. We pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Listen to our scripture today. It's from the sixth chapter of Matthew's Gospel, verses 19 through 34. This is Jesus speaking. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness. No one can serve two masters, for a slave will either hate the one and love the other or be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink or about your body or what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear? For it is the Gentiles who strive for all these things, and indeed your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring worries of its own. Today's trouble is enough for today. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Tara, this passage reminds us that we should put our trust in God and build our treasure around that. What does that mean to you? Gosh, um, well, I think that what Jesus, this is a collection of like, wisdom from Jesus. And so I think what he is recognizing is that the culture around those early Christians tells them to save up, to um, hold on to treasure, 
um, that if they have enough wealth or food stockpiled, then they're going to be okay. And Jesus reminds them that as people of faith, we're actually called to put our faith in God. Um, and so that's what we should really work on expanding. Um, instead of having a bigger bank account, I should work to have a bigger life of faith and what that might look like. Um, and so I think that's what he's getting at in this passage. Um, and I also think that Jesus recognizes one of the most fundamental truths, which is nothing gives us the illusion of control and security more than wealth, than treasure. Um, nothing gives us more um, than that. And so that is the thing that can often draw us away from that life of faith. What do you think about this? You know, <laughs> this the, the, what you picked for the scripture this week it's usually, if you like look at like a lectionary text, this is probably like six different sermons. Yeah, <laughs> that, it really is. But I thought it was so wonderful reading it through because there is just this thread through the entire, um, how many verses is that? 15 verses about um, about putting your trust in God. Uh, from, from the beginning to the end, uh, that Jesus weaves this thread of um, from our treasures, uh, from who we serve, from what we worry about, that our trust ultimately come or should be in God. Um, but there are all these things that that occupy our minds, whether it be anxiety and and worry, whether it be treasures, whether it be storing up and and hoarding, and so there's all these. Um, there's all these things that we try to put in place of trust of God um, that feel more tangible, mm -hmm. that are something that we can hold. Uh, but Jesus, I think, goes through all of those and then sums it up so beautifully. Of, That's all going to be there. and it and But if you strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then these things will be given to you as well. So it's, so it's saying, you know, Anxiety is going to be there. You're going to want to hoard. You know, those things don't go away. But before those aspects can flood your mind and seek to control you, first strive for the kingdom of God. Uh, and then I think those things are easier to manage. I don't mm -hmm. think they disappear, but I think they're easier to manage. Yeah. And he asked us to change our definition of treasure, hmm. right? Instead of um, trying to attain more things, I think we are supposed to see what we can give away to help someone else um, instead of, and you know, all those things that we, all, all the things we value in our culture as treasure, they're all impermanent, right? They all can go away. That's the rust and, you know, people can steal it. It's just an illusion. Whereas changing the quality of our hearts and living where our treasure is chiefly in heaven, that lasts our whole life long and really actually extends into the eschaton. Mm -hmm. I also want to point out that, you know, sometimes people pick out the passage about, you know, don't worry about anything. Um, I've lived a life where there were times where I worried about what I would have to eat. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's what Jesus is saying here. I think he's saying to people who have accumulated wealth or tend to, don't you worry about what you're going to eat. You know what I mean? Don't, don't pretend like you're doing all this because you're worried about not having enough. Mm -hmm. The truth is that you're just, 
gathering because you're a gatherer and it makes you feel like you have some control. I think Jesus acknowledges over and over again that there are hungry people. There are people who are not clothed. And that, you know, I am always struck by Jesus never just launches into preaching people. He makes sure they're fed and he makes sure they're cared for because you can't hear otherwise, I feel like. You know, you're talking about the uh, treasures that we often hold on to that eventually rust and are eaten. Uh, it makes me think so often of, I think, what you and I, how you, how you and I both conduct funerals and what we talk about at mm. funerals. Of, of not, n- Never is that more evident uh, than at a funeral. Um, I mean, I've never talked about how many lake houses someone has nope. at their funeral because no one cares. No. Um, they care about um, how that lake house <laughs> possibly, uh, you know, they invited the youth group to come through and how the kids still remember, the pastor still remembers sitting in the hammock counting kids. Um, and it's the generosity that is eternal that affects uh, lives all the way down posterity in ways that we don't even understand. It's it's love that those are the th- treasures that are eternal, and it's so evident at the end of life uh, and at and at a funeral um, yeah. that that those are the things that continue to uh, that that person continues to live through. Yes, and I do think this passage, all the many verses of it, right? It says, "Be generous with your trust. You can trust God." So be generous with it. Trust even when you don't feel like it. Trust when you think it makes no sense. And then see how it's borne out in your life. So I'll leave us with a quote from Maya Angelou. Have enough courage to trust love one more time and always one more time. Thank you all for being with us. We hope you'll join us again on Wednesday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.